It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, I went by Edwin Watts Golf Shop yesterday. Got to see Carrie and the team. They were busy, which is good. And uh, got to see an old friend. It's funny. I ran into an old friend in the parking lot that I have not caught up with in years. And um, I should be shot for not going and eating lunch with him. Wonderful person. And uh, ran into him, introduced him to my son, and uh, I have to make that call in the next day or two. So, because I think he's he's 80 years old, maybe even north. Uh, but I want to date him too much. He may be listening to the show. He may get mad at me. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, WRKS. Welcome in. Good morning. Show is brought to you by the uh, 12 ounce filet, side of scallops, and go ahead and call a uh, Wild Turkey 101 Old Fashioned Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. I love the rebranding, re- kind of rebooting marketing of uh, Wild Turkey 101. They've done a great job. And I saw the uh, ad in Whiskey Advocate of McConaughey. Um, he, he's not just Long Branch, evidently, which is his bourbon, and it's delicious, but uh, it was a Wild Turkey 101 ad. I was reading it at Salon Mookie's in Madison earlier in the week um, by myself just having a little lunch, and they did a great job um, it, it, with that ad. Speaking of, I'm going to need Will to go get that whiskey advocate out of the car and um, and so on, so we'll get that later because I want to quote what they were talking about. Anyway, Kessler Prime in the Renaissance, KesslerPrime.com 
to make a reservation. Blake, we're off and running at Augusta National? That's right. Okay. Good. We've just started, like, and I mean, like, just started. They've got uh, the lead group has just finished the second hole. Okay. First group just, or the second group's finished the first hole, and then third group's about to go off. And like we said, um, right now, I'm trying to look for Tiger, but he's kind of down here. He should should be pretty soon here. Okay. So he, he's going to go off in the next hour. And, oh, yeah. And that'll be, because uh, it's 9.03 Eastern time. And uh, Jose Maria Olvaba. Um, that's where we got Holy Mary Olsen. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's tied for the lead at even Fred couples goes off at nine Oh three. Hey, that's Mike Weir, former masters champion, Canadian. He's pl- <laughs> he, he double bogeyed one. Congrats, Mike. <laughs> he had a cool dinner. That's the only reason I he remember. He had a great dinner. He he's a boring. El- I, I'm sure Mike's a nice guy and a wonderful husband and father. Well, Canadians and, and, are known to be fun, but I mean, he's boring. He's a boring golfer. It's like Bill Self in basketball. You can't get. You know, Kansas, great champion, wonderful team. Bill Self is boring. Yeah, Calipari, you know, Krzyzewski, um, some of these other guys are not. Rick Patino, when he was, you know, getting in all kinds of trouble at, at, at Louisville. <laughs> That's it, but, but uh, yeah, Mike Weir's boring. He's a left-hander. He's from Canada. Uh, Canada. He won it, but he did have a great Masters champions dinner menu. That's you right. are right. Tiger Woods, 10.04 Central Time is 10? the official tee. Oh. 10.04 Central Time. Ustazen. And, uh, right. why, let's see. Neiman. Joaquin Neiman. That's right. Um, uh, what, by the way, I don't know this guy because I don't go that deep into golf, but Jim Nance loves Neiman's odds to win the Masters this weekend. Also, real quick, Jim Gallagher Jr. is on the Golf Channel right now, which is cool. Jim Gallagher Jr., of course, lives in the state of Mississippi. And, um... He's won on the PGA Tour, and his wife, Sissy Gallagher, is also an amazing golfer. Their kids have gone on to play college golf, Mississippi State and LSU. He's a hell of a guy. He's been on the show a dozen times, and you can watch him right now on the Golf Channel. Tiger Woods is plus 5,000 to win the Masters, okay? Okay. So we're going to do our little, we got four minutes. We're going to do our little Masters pick that we talked about. But I'm not ready to. to do that right now. Oh, you don't know your guys? No, no, no. no. I'd, I'd have to look at it. Oh, you're going to have to. John Rahm's leading, plus 1,200. Okay. He's, he's the odds on oh, favorite. Do we have that audio? Yeah. We've still got time in this segment. John Rahm talking about uh, Tiger Woods. I know you want to pick the winners. We can do that. No, at some we point. can. We got time. All right. I think this is. We'll it. have uh, Steve Palazzolo with Pro Football Focus on NFL QBs coming up. Where's Baker Mayfield going to end up? I don't know. And what's going to happen with some of these other guys that. There were two more you mentioned yesterday. Deadline, deadline quarterbacks. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungavaloa. Yeah. They happen to both be Alabama, Alabama. guys. Yeah. But if they, I think if they hadn't gone to Alabama, they would not be getting, you know, this much leeway. But uh, it's deadline years. It is. You got to put up or shut up. Yeah. I, I think they are who they are. But um, they may can find the magic with. Uh, Especially this new coach, Mike McDaniel, down in Miami, who's yeah. an offensive guy. Another guy in the NFC East who's probably got a make-or-break year is Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Yeah. And That's is right. this the last run for Carson Wentz? If he has a bad year in Washington, is he out Carson Wentz as a starter? Carson Wentz back in the NFC East. Uh, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Going to throw touchdowns to the Eagles one more time. with the Oh, wow. With the Washington Commanders. Yeah. He needs to throw them to Trayvon Diggs. 
with Dallas. I'm all about it. Speaking right. of which, Stefan Diggs just got paid $100 million in Buffalo. He's a great player. Great wide receiver. Yeah. All right, let's go with John Rahm, who's a heck of a golfer, talking about getting, what, like tips and advice from Tiger Woods? Yeah, they asked him if, if he's ever gotten any advice from Tiger. This is great. I think there's only one man in this field that hears advice from Tiger because I've asked before and I get nothing. So you might need to ask Justin Thomas because I'm not. I've, I've asked him before. I, I remember asking him at Eastlake the year he won before we were in the putting green in the practice round. Like, hey, man, any tips for, for Bermuda, this and that? And he turned around and just said, it's all about feel. And just kept going. And I was like, cool, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I asked him at Albany once about chipping into the gray. I, like, I just got to be shallow. I'm like, okay. Right. Meanwhile, I turned around and JT is there with him. He's getting a whole dissertation on what to do. So, uh, yeah. I've been able to ask other players. I've picked uh, Phil's brain around here, um, Ollie, a little bit. But I feel like the course when Ollie played it and he played his best golf has changed a little bit. Um, and even from when Sevy played it, right? I mean, you might be able to do some of the things. Um, they talked about, but the golf ball has changed. The grudges have changed. The golf course, the speed of the greens, the firmness has changed, right? So um, some of the things you might be able to apply, some others, not really. I love his accent. Yeah. And he's funny. Um, he's also amazing at golf. He's unbelievable. I actually know who he is. Yeah. Uh, he He's big time. No, no question about it. But outside of Tiger. That's a guy you would love to go to dinner with. He's Spanish. And and I love Spanish wine and and dive into some some Spanish wine and some, some kind of amazing meal yeah and and you know let him just talk. It feels like outside of when Tiger was on his run, Masters favorites don't win it. Yeah, he's the favorite. It just feels like it's not. A lot of times the favorites don't win at the Masters. So, good grief, he's not old at all. No, he's a kid. They're, he was born yeah. in 1994. Yeah, he's three years younger than me. That is just ridiculous. So he's 27 years old. Yeah, Will, what are you doing with your life? Uh, <laughs> and the guy's built like a lot, uh, like a strong safety. Yeah. 6'2", 220 pounds. It's all that Spanish from rice. Spain, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he went to Arizona State. That's so cool. I love that. Do you, know, do you know the SEC has more players in the Masters than any other conference? Who is the number? Who is the uh, best player in the field from the Southeastern Conference that like odds to win? Text line 601-885-3776. Didn't Blake, Justin Thomas go to Georgia? He, he went to Bama. Okay, he's number two. It'd be Bama. That, I then, mean, it'd be th Justin. Then right. that's Justin Thomas. I yeah. think I need to ask then outside of JT. Also, how did JT become such great chummy buddies with Tiger? Like, how did that happen? I just want to know out of curiosity if someone knows the story. Corona Premier Golf Bag. You can watch. We got the cameras rolling. You can watch the webcast. Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show. YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. We'll tell you how to enter to possibly win the Corona Premier Golf Bag. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. giving away a Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue $25 gift certificate and an Out of Bounds t-shirt in this segment. Nine minutes. You have to go to uh, YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports, and just comment on our webcast. You can just say, hey. Or go to Facebook and search the Out of Bounds show and comment. And that's how you enter to possibly get a Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue $25 gift certificate and an Out of Bounds t-shirt, which kind of got a vintage look. It's cool. We got really cool gear. Now, the uh, also, the kind of uh, the Masters grand prize giveaway for us this week is the Corona Premier golf bag. And our guests join us on the Corona Premier guest line this month. Um, it goes... Corona Premier and Crawfish from Mudbugs is a grand slam. Uh, Blake, tell our listeners how to enter and they could possibly win the Corona Premier golf bag. Oh, it's so easy. So easy. So easy. I may win it. Go to at Bounds on Twitter and you share, retweet, and like the the, the at Bounds. So the post is right there at the top. It's pinned to the top. You share that post and then you follow the page. Boom, you're done. You go to Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. You do the same thing. Share that pinned post about the giveaway, and you like the page, follow the page, and you're done. This is a big deal. Yeah. And so you can enter twice, which is your name can appear on both lists. Ooh. And I'm just going to take everyone who shares, likes, and follows on that post, and I'm going to put all those names into a generator. I'm going to click enter, and it's just going to pop a name out for Boom. you. Boom. I love it. It'll be easy breezy. Uh, you've got all day to do that, too. Yes. If you're busy, if you're going into surgery, if you're going into a super intense meeting if you're a cpa and trying to crank out tax returns and uh or maybe you're you're on the road and you're making it happen in the world of of sales and business development uh you've got all day to do it yeah so what and we're going to continue to tell you how to do it but this corona premier golf bag you can see a picture of it on any of our platforms instagram at bow underscore bounds Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show. Twitter, at Bo Bounds. Cool. Steve Palazzolo will join us with Pro Football Focus coming up at uh, 8.30 on the Corona Premier Guest Line. We'll talk NFL QBs. Blake was talking about Baker Mayfield. Where will Baker Mayfield end up? Then I I think another question with the Browns, I mean, he's not going to end up with the Browns, is how long will Deshaun Watson be suspended? Six games? Six down to four, maybe? Six down to four. Because if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm going, hey, guys, um, you know, I set out, they dropped the charges. Right. You know, let's let's work this out. Okay. Um, and then Blake wants to keep an eye on Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. This You kind of get the sense from coming out of Philly that this is it. 
I mean, you got to you got to prove that you can do it, and and we'll see. Um, he's also I think fortunate he played at Bama and Oklahoma, and then Tua Tonga Valoa gets a new coach who's offensive minded, although his old coach was really really good and had no business being fired. But Mike McDaniel is the whiz kid under Kyle Shanahan for our listeners, the head coach for the San Francisco 49ers. And Mike McDaniel is a little, he's a nerd. You wouldn't, yep. you wouldn't think that he, and he may not have played high school football, but he's the head football coach for the Miami Dolphins. He went to Yale. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been under Shanahan and they've done some really cool things. Um, on offense, including what all they've done with Debo Samuel, among other guys, by the way. Who's their tight end real quick, Blake? George Kittle. Yeah, what they do with their offensive skill talent is off the charts, super-duper impressive. And so Mike McDaniel looks like he's about 22, and he is Tua Tonga Baloa's new coach, and he's down in Miami, and we're going to see if he can put enough juice. Now, I'll give him this. Boy, have they set the table for Tua as far as now his O-line and his skill people, Blake. Because tell our listeners what happened within the last few weeks as far as what Miami acquired. Well, you went out and got Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, that's the, at the end of the day, you know, that's the end-all, be-all. That's the cheat code. Yeah. I, I don't know. As Steve, I think it was Steve Palzola who said it himself. He, he said if he had to take any receiver in the league, he'd take Tyreek Hill. That's right. He's the most unguardable player at that's this right. moment. In the league. Even though Devontae Adams is so good. Yeah. And there's not that much difference. He said he would go Tyreek Hill over Devontae Adams. And I can't wait to see what happens with Devontae with the Las Vegas Raiders. But back to Tua, yeah. who played at Bama, and we all got to see him play against Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and other teams. Tua is, this is a great opportunity because they they uh, drafted, who's the Bama receiver? Um Jalen Waddle, Waddle, Devontae Smith. From last year. They yeah, had yeah, Waddle yeah. from last year. Yeah. So he'll be second year. You add Tyreek Tyree Hill. Hill. They've put some other pieces around him. And the crazy part is, is you're in a division with Josh Allen, who's the overwhelming favorite to get MVP this year, and another Alabama quarterback. Excuse me, I just knocked myself out. Mac uh, Jones. <laughs> I knocked my mic off. I was like, Mac Whoa. Jones. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Nick Saban heard us talking. He cut us off. Mac Jones is at powerful. New England, and Mac Jones had a really, even though you can say there's a lot of ancillary factors, right. he had a really good rookie Does season. Does anybody seem more boring than Mac Jones? He's like Bill Self. I was about to say, And, yeah, and yeah. Mike Weir. Yeah. Why right? are you taking unfair shots at Mike Weir? Just drive-bys. I don't. You've never met Nobody that even man. knows who he is that's <laughs> know, listening, unless they're like a super, unless they're part of that 3% golf crowd. Yeah. Nobody knows who he is. That's so funny. No, uh, Mike Weir went in the Waffle House at Augusta Nash in Augusta, Georgia last night. Nobody knew who he was. There were other people at the Champions Dinner who had to ask who he was. Yeah, Tiger was like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> um, uh, you know, that's funny. No, I, I uh, is this Jack Nicholas's bodyguard? Yeah, I agree. He's not a big guy, so he two is two is season is massive. Jalen season is massive, and then and in, then Baker Mayfield. What happens there? We don't know where he's going to go. The Browns, you're not going to get much for him because at this point he's kind of no. he's kind of trash. They lost. Remember yeah. what Andrew Brandt said? They lost all their, which they're fine with. They lost all their leverage once they picked up Deshaun Watson. Yes, correct. So, so Desha you know, Baker will move for cheap if nothing at all. And then the other guy, because we're we're going to see him so much, uh -huh. is Daniel Jones, brand new head coach. It's his uh -huh. third coach. Like this, just 
Daniel Jones and the New York Giants, it's just an interesting thing because the Cowboys are going to play him twice. Right. And the Giants, obviously, with Eli, had stability. Even through losing seasons, they had stability at the quarterback position. They did. Now, I, th- I think they're going to be right back in the QB sweepstakes. I don't, if I don't, he doesn't get rolling. I don't think he... I'm, I'm prognosticating they will be right back in the QB sweepstakes. Okay. And they went with Dayball from Buffalo. Yes, Brian Dayball. But Dayball was under Belichick, then Saban, then went to Buffalo. Buffalo has become one of the cool offenses in the league under Josh Allen. And then Dayball took the head coaching job for the New York Giants. Yep. And as you said, Daniel Jones, this is make or break. You know what we're seeing a lot of, too? You know how we always talked about Mike Leach's coaching tree was so influential and widespread? And it is. Nick Saban's coaching tree was always widespread, but it never felt influential. Okay. Right? We're seeing more and more guys who maybe didn't start under Saban, which could be a good thing, but when they go through the Saban cycle, they come out better and are more successful. And I think that's an interesting new wrinkle in the Saban coaching tree hierarchy. I I agree with you. More and more guys are now being successful post-Saban than we ever saw early in his tenure. And I think that's because, A, he's changed a little bit on how he coaches and coaches his coaches, but also that it's better to maybe not come up under Saban, but to go through the Saban cycle. And then the flip side is all of Mike Leach's guys, none of them are really that... They're not panning out. They're not... They all go get jobs because what Mike did at Texas Tech and Washington State is so remarkable and amazing. Name me the most successful leech guy now. But as Dave Bartu tells us, nobody can leave him and run the air raid. And even a tweaked air raid like Graham Harrell at Southern Cal. Now, I know that that may not be fair because of the culture. But the point is, who has left the nest and had just remarkable success? It's more than... Or not even remarkable. Who has left the nest and had... Just really good success. It's more the influence. It's the influence they have on the offenses they touch, rather than the total team success they have. But isn't that indicative of Mike? Is Lincoln Riley the most successful because Lincoln was under Mike Leach for seven years? He goes to Oklahoma, wins, and he's going to win big at Southern. What about Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah, but the Texas Tech deal wasn't. The Cardinals thing with Kyler's pretty successful. Steve Palazzolo. On NFL QBs, coming up next on the Corona Premier Guest Line. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. 
products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Press the button. The Outbound Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. All right, uh, because Steve Palazzolo has eight kids under eight years old, he's not sure if he's going to be able to watch the Masters and uh, or how much he can watch of the Masters in Augusta National this uh, this weekend. I was there at one point. Now mine are juniors and seniors in high school, but I don't have as many as Steve, but they were 17 months apart. And there was a window there where, yeah, you're done. You're just trying to contain and control and somewhat play zone or man-to-man. We welcome in our guy, pro football focus, NFL insider Steve Palazzolo. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. So are you locked in to to a little bit of Masters, my man? Yeah, so I can watch. It's easier, easier to watch while I'm working. So Thursday and Friday, easier to have it on while I'm working and all that stuff. It's just the weekend. It's crazy with the kids. My oldest, so my six-year-old, likes watching golf. He just gets upset every time they don't get it in the hole. So, like, every single shot, he gets sad. I'm like, no, son, they're only going to get it in the hole. Eight you know, it's okay. That's still a good shot. So, yeah, we're still, we're still trying to teach him. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. I remember those days. All right, um, so it's opening day in Major League Baseball. You made it to AAA with the San Francisco Giants. Uh, do you want to talk about my Atlanta Braves for 20 minutes, or do we want to go to Baker Mayfield and Jalen Hurts and, and Daniel Jones and so on? Which which direction you want to go, Wildman? We could talk Braves right there. Uh, they're playing my Reds tonight, is that right? Yes, you're Cincinnati. My, my hometown Reds. Boom. That's my National League team. So. <laughs> There's, uh, as excited as fans were about the Bengals during the postseason, they're just as upset about the Reds trading away their good players this offseason. So we'll see, oh. we'll see what happens there. Oh, well, I don't know if you know this because you're all locked in, but Jeff Brantley is one of the TV radio guys for the Cincinnati Reds. They call him Cowboy. What is it, Blake? Reds, Reds Cowboy, Cowboy yeah. on, on Twitter. He played baseball at Mississippi State. Um, and yep, then he went yep. on to play for, well, who you played for. He, he went on to play for the San Francisco Giants and then the Philadelphia Phillies, maybe one other. Oh, and the Reds. Um, but he's been with the Reds for like 15 years. He comes in studio during the offseason. He lives here, by the way. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. and he, he comes in studio in the offseason. But he talks about how amazing, great a job he has as the Cincinnati Reds color analyst on both TV and radio and how good a gig it is. So it's funny that you live in Cincinnati and, and, uh, and Brantley is, is part of that team. All right. Um, let's start with Baker Mayfield. Where, what is going to happen as we're just a few weeks from the draft, what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield, Steve? You know, I, I thought we'd have some closure at this point. I, I thought it, you know, they would just release them if, if no one else, you know, had a good trade offer. You know, the, the market just dried up. There, you know, the QB desperate teams seem to disappear. Other than say the Panthers and the you have the Panthers, the Seahawks, and but the Seahawks at least have a starter, kind of. And Drew Locke. You know, the Panthers have Sam Donald. I mean, you just don't have a market for Baker Mayfield. So I thought something might happen. 
Now I don't know if the Browns are going to try to keep him around in case there's a suspension, but I, I think that bridge is pretty well burned. So <laughs> it'll probably end up in Baker getting released and, you know, some team's going to take a shot on him. The Steelers were reportedly interested and there's reports before that the Giants would bring him in to compete with Daniel Jones. But I think those are the types of teams, anybody who needs a quarterback should at least take a shot to see if they can rejuvenate Baker Mayfield's career because you just – there's a difference between where Baker is right now and, say, Sam Darnold four years into their respective careers because Mayfield's been good at least for two of those four seasons, whereas Darnold's never really shown signs of improvement. Mayfield's been good at one point, so if you need a quarterback, Falcons included, at least take a shot and see if you can rejuvenate you know, his career because he's still talented. All right, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on Baker Mayfield and, and who's uh, who will eventually – grab him Daniel Jones so he's the New York Giants QB uh the owner Mr. Mara has come out and said we, we've done everything we could do to screw this kid up and and so now they've got an offensive minded coach in Dayball he he looks athletic big he's faster than people think I think he ripped off a 67 68 yard run I think it was called back but but he you know, he's got some skills. Where do you see this going in New York? Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they can at least have Daniel Jones play a little bit better, right? If they, if they do take this next step in his development. Brian Dable did an amazing job with Josh Allen in Buffalo. and I, I just don't know if Daniel Jones has that same type of growth potential. I think he kind of is what he is. And that, and that doesn't mean that he won't have – you won't have good seasons and average seasons and all that stuff. It's just, I, I think Daniel Jones is very dependent on his supporting cast, which hasn't been great, right, as we as you already mentioned. So they do have some work to do on the offensive line. I do think a healthy group of receivers uh, with Kadarius Toney and Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, I mean, they've got guys to, to throw to there. They do need to get that line in order. I just think we're going to come out of this season thinking, all right, do you really want to buy into Daniel Jones on a second contract? Because that's going to be the question. As the rest of the league is going nuts trying to get their top eight quarterback and, uh, you know, scrambling to get in position because they don't want to be left behind, are you going to lock yourself into Daniel Jones, who's probably a mid-tier starter at best? You know, I I just – I don't know if that's where the future is going to go for the Giants. And I think they should work the draft. They've got picks five and seven. I think they, they should be looking to trade down or trade into next year and maybe be in good position for the quarterback class next season. And I, I just think that's where the Giants would be smart to hedge. Because Daniel Jones might be fine, but I don't think you're looking for a fine starter. You're looking for, you know, a top starter, as I always talk about. All right. Uh, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com on the Corona Premier Guest Line. If you had to pick one today and you had a game this weekend, would you go Gardner Minshew or Daniel Jones? <laughs> uh, still probably Daniel Jones. You know, I'm, I'm a I'm a Gardner Minshew fan because it, but it, but it's kind of like he set this pretty decent baseline in a rough situation in Jacksonville, and I want to know if he can do more. I do think Daniel Jones is a little bit more consistent and a guy that you can count on just a little bit more in a in a given game week. So I'll I'll go Daniel Jones here. Okay, sorry. Um, that's okay. That's all right. Um, if if you had to wager and throw some money on the table today. On um, who's going to be the better QB the next uh, four to six years, Jalen Hurts or Tua Tonga Baloa? Oh man, 
I I never thought Jalen Hurts would leapfrog Tua. I would probably have to go with the NFL evidence though that no, I don't know. I'll stick I'll stick with Tua. I'm sticking with Tua. <laughs> you almost I think Hurts has done a I know Hurt I think Hurts has done some nice things in the NFL. And here's the thing with Hurts. Ten years ago, Jalen Hurts I don't think has a has a chance. But I do think the fact that the NFL's embraced quarterbacks in the run game that he can go out there and rush for five, six, seven hundred yards a year does change things, right? Because you don't have to be as good as a passer. It's not necessarily the way you want to win and everything, but Hertz can be a more serviceable starter because of that. I do think Tua is going to play much better this year and be much better. And you know that you know, how much of that's Tyree Kill and Waddle in second year and all that, and better offensive line. I'm sure that's going to help. But I'll go with Tua. I think he's going to take a step forward here in year three. All right. I can't remember if I asked you this a few weeks ago because it's been a, a weird, wild few weeks because um, I was out of town and then I had knee surgery and I just can't remember the last time we, we, we called up and what I went over with you. But I want to switch gears to the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry and Stephen Jones and Dak. Um, so you've got like Tampa Bay allowing Brady to recruit guys. You've got other or, uh, franchises allowing their QB1 to be the face and recruit guys. You've got a guy in Dallas who's young, charismatic, and players think is cool. They like hanging out with him at off-season events. He's got a cool factor. However good you think he is, Steve, he, he's got a cool – and he's proven he can, he can win a pretty good bit. And yet they're – and he's in his 20s. And they're not allowing him to recruit in free agency – and they are a market where guys, young guys, like to play. And if you're any good there, you become a star because of their history and how committed they are. How insane is it that Stephen and Jerry Jones are not allowing Dak Prescott to do some of the other things that other QBs are doing for their franchises? Steve? So are you saying that as a reported fact that they're not letting it or letting him do that, or are we just – assuming because we're not seeing it well i'm assuming because of their lack of making any moves in free agency yeah i mean i think look i obviously they should I, I think they should use everything they can do to you know to build a good team i also people like to say that the salary cap isn't real and you, you see teams maneuver it every year and all that stuff but it is a real thing i mean it does put it does hinder uh, moves, right? Because you're not just trying to become compliant every year. You want that flexibility and all that stuff. They're still hurt by this deep contract, right? I mean, it's their own doing, but just that in particular kind of hurts what Dallas is able to do. They had Amari Cooper get rid of him. You know, I, for whatever reason, he's, you know, they Cooper, they, they soured on Cooper just like the Raiders did, but that does provide a hole because he's good. He's really good no matter what they think of him. So it's as much what they've done like along those lines. And again, I don't, I don't know if they're keeping Dak from recruiting or anything like that, but at the end of the day, even when the Bucks let Tom Brady make the moves, they still have, you know, cap compliance and Jason lights the GM and they still have to seal the deal on those guys. And Brady's also been proven that people legitimately do want to go play with him because he's proven he can go win championships. I'm not saying Dak can't do that, but, we just don't know if he's necessarily out there on the recruiting trail 
so to speak. But I, look, I think Dallas has gotten a little bit worse this off season, and they've they've got some work to do to just get back to where they were last season. So you do believe that they have gotten worse? I agree with you, but you you know the the numbers and the roster. You believe that they have taken a step back in this off season, correct? Yeah, I think losing Amari Cooper, I think losing Randy Gregory, you lose a starting guard in Connor Williams. I know they've had some additions too. Cedric Wilson at receiver, you lose, uh, bring in James Washington. But I think they're worse at receiver. They're worse on the defensive line. They're worse on the offensive line. Um, so they've just they've got some work to do. They were unable to, you know, lock in Randy Gregory for whatever the contract reason was there. They soured on Cooper and got rid of him and they lost their starting guard, Connor Williams. So they've, they've just got some work to do just to get up to last year's baseline, I would say. Oh, that was kind of depressing. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, on the Corona Premier Guest Line. All right, in that division, in Dax division now, you've got Carson Wentz with the Washington Commanders, Jalen Hurts with the Philadelphia Eagles, and Daniel Jones with the New York Giants. Even with them taking a step back, are they your leader to still win it? Or are you going with the Eagles or someone else, Steve? No, I would still I still go with the Cowboys. I think they've, they, they've got the best QB in the division. I, I still think they can have the most explosive offense. Um, they have drafted really well over the last couple of years, at least you know, in the top rounds there. So um, there's work they could do there that I think can improve the team. So, yeah, I think the Eagles are a good, solid team, as we saw. Um, the, the commanders, whatever you want to say about Carson Wentz, I mean, they'll be better this year, I think, with Wentz under center rather than a full season of Taylor Heineke and a defense that should bounce back. We'll see what happens with the Giants. They, you know, they're just in, I think, in rebuild mode, and I don't know if they'll be able to make a, a big enough jump this year. But I think overall the division will be better, but the Cowboys, for me, still sit in the top. And they, without a doubt, need to upgrade at wide receiver? and on the O-line through the draft, or things could be shaky for Dak in that unit? Look, I, you know, my, my theory is always, you know, get be as good as you can, at, you know, with, with playmakers, right? So have four or five playmakers, not just two. You're not just a, you know, you don't just, just start two wide receivers. So, you know, having Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb, fine. That's a good start. But the Cowboys' offense was really good when they had those two guys, plus Amari Cooper. Plus Cedric Wilson, by the way, when when you needed him. Uh, James Washington, I think, at this point in his career, is a good three or four. But you want him more as your four. You know, he's an occasional deep threat. He's never really – he never really panned out in Pittsburgh as a, as a dependable every-down receiver. So you don't want James Washington as your three. So obviously that's a step back from having Amari Cooper. That's essentially the, the switch you made there. So, yeah, I think, you know, you flood the field with as many good playmakers as possible, make it difficult for defenses. Nice to have Dalton Schultz back. Um, I think they'll be they'll find a replacement for Connor Williams at left guard, even if it's Connor McGovern who's there. They'll be fine, I think, there. But I think you win in this league by putting pressure on the defense uh, through your playmakers, and, and obviously Dallas is taking a step back there. And so what, what direction, if you were the general manager, what direction would you go in the first round for the Dallas Cowboys? You know, it, it always depends on how the how the board falls. You know, I I, I don't. It's always tough to guess where the receivers are going to go. But if, for me, if one of the top three receivers, you know, the two Ohio State guys, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, um, or one of the top four, Drake London from USC, I don't think they'll fall. But if one of those guys is there, kind of like I didn't think CB Lamb would be there a couple of years ago, but they grabbed him. Right. I would grab one of those guys if Jamison Williams is there. 
you know, the speedster out of Bama coming off the ACL. I, I, if I'm every team, I'm considering him because he there's few guys that have legitimate speed that plays on the field like Jamison Williams. And I think that makes every offense better. You know, if you have a Deshaun Jackson, Will Fuller type on your team. So I would consider those guys. I think Devontae Wyatt from Georgia, the interior defensive lineman, should absolutely be in play there. Uh, if they do want to go the starting guard route, you have Zion Johnson from Boston College. I think all of those are fine plays. They, they, they're, they're needs plus value. I don't think you want to just fill needs in the draft, but you want guys that, you know, fit as far as, a, as the value board goes. And I think whether it's Wyatt from Georgia, Zion Johnson at guard, or any of those receivers that fall, I think those are all good plays for the Cowboys. Off the top of your head, do you know what the hit rate is on first-round picks? No, I don't, and I think it's um, – I mean, it's probably 60, 65%, I would say. But I, I, it depends on how you define hit rate, you know. It depends on if you're if you're just saying, did this guy started for me, you know, and if that's the case, then like a bad tackle who starts for the next four years is a hit. So I don't think that's really a hit. Right. depends on what you call it, you know. But it's um, certainly not 100%, but it's not as bad as like quarterback hit rate, which is 50. So it's in between those two. How's that? All right. Um, and the guy, are, are you sold on this Aiden Hutchinson? I mean, Michigan edge rusher, number one of the Jaguars. You know, there are some people that are kind of questioning it, but you kind of get the, I think the majority of the scuttlebutt is, oh yeah, slam dunk. I mean, are you, are you there that he is a slam dunk bona fide deserving of a number one guy and and unless he gets injury injured he's a can't miss guy steve no i I don't think there's any slam dunk in this draft i mean i I, honestly i think it's a weak draft at quarterback i think it's a weak draft at non-quarterback it's to me that's what it looks like on paper so i I think the boses chase young and miles garrett were slam dunks and they have been other than chase young's injury they've been slam dunks those are the guys who have come out over the last six or seven years uh, on the edge who were wall to wall, like these dudes are going number one overall. And then they don't exactly if there's quarterbacks ahead of them, but those are top overall picks. I think Hutchinson's a a tier below those guys, but also probably a step above everyone else in this class. So I trust Aiden Hutchinson more than say Trayvon Walker from Georgia, who's getting a ton of hype now. There was a recent mock draft. I think it might've been Charles Davis who did put Trayvon Walker at number one. And to me, that's, that's far riskier than Aiden Hutchinson. Trayvon Walker's production relative to recent first round round uh, edge defenders is just not. It's just not there. It's not even close. Okay. So I think Trayvon Walker is a freak athlete who is a massive risk. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, I think, is a good solid player. But I think Hutchinson's a step above those guys. I think he'll be number one. But that's what makes this draft fascinating. There is nothing locked in right now because there's just not a whole lot of slam dunk elite players at any position, I don't think, in this draft. Okay. Compared to last year, especially. I mean, last year we had – you had the top quarterbacks that you knew were going. You have a Jamar Chase, a receiver, who's a you know who's awesome. You have a Kyle Pitts, a tight end. Now we know what Micah Parsons has really become. You, you had some incredible players come out in the first round last year. I just don't see that same level of talent in this year's class. And the quarterback – that's it. So Dave Bartu, who we have on, who's an analytics dude and, and, and has been really accurate the last 12, 13 years on NFL QBs, 
Um, because his deal, his deal is these three guys have done what you want them to do. They've elevated the uh, people around them. They don't play for blue blood programs, and they've got a bunch of starts under their belts and and things like that. Um, and, and so he likes like, this class. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He likes this class? Yeah. He likes Corral, Pickett, and Willis because they had to el- carry their teams, and and he argued right. last year that uh, um, there were several guys that didn't have to carry their team or didn't have close to enough starts, a la Trey Lance, to justify sure. their their picks. And and so and he stays away from Ohio State, Bama, you know, Southern Cal QBs because he believes that they have it made. Um, Was he in on Burrow, though? Because Burrow had it as made it, as yeah, So he did, he did talk about Burrow as an outlier, and there are – so and Trevor, Tre- Trevor, he he said, "Look, I love Trevor. He, I know he played at Clemson. I know they're great. Blah blah blah. But he is one of those guys that looks like you know looks the part, played a lot, and and so on. Yeah. Um, and that that's interesting that you're not high on you know Corral's got almost thirty starts under his belt. Pickett's been there. He's like thirty seven years old, and um and you know nobody knew about Liberty football until Hugh Freeze and Malik Willis went there. So that. He just believes if you've got to carry the team, that's why he had he had Dak as the number one QB in twenty uh, six, yeah, twenty sixteen. And here's he said because Mississippi State had no business winning ten games his junior year and nine games his senior year in the toughest division right. in all of college football. Just kind of want to get your thoughts there. No, I, I, I don't. I've seen some of Dave's work, and we've talked about it on here. And I think it's um, look. I, I think when you're doing things analytically you want to find that you want to find a foundation to to stand upon right and that is a decent foundation and then you, there's always going to be outliers right in, in anything that you do uh, but you want to you just want the hit rate overall to be a little bit higher i mean my concern uh, so part of that i think if you're looking at just starts i think you kind of have to adjust for just the way the league has changed and, and there's so many more early declarations now than there were say 10 to 15 years ago. That's why Bill Parcells would always say, I need a four year starter. It's like, well, you don't have many more of those anymore. And if a guy now it's like, if a guy's starting for four years, it's probably because he wasn't good enough to come out. Right. And so that's kind of how I look at the Kenny Pickett at this point in his career. Um, I, I just don't think he throws the ball well enough. And, and he was, uh, he was like a mid tier college quarterback until last season when he was really good, but, I think that's a concern for guys like for a guy like Pickett. I think there are concern more concerns with a lot of these guys. I do like Malik Willis because just like I mentioned with Jalen Hurts, the NFL is more willing to build around a running quarterback. You can create a lot of open throws and a lot of free yards by having Malik Willis as part of your run game, and then kind of hope he develops as a passer because the tools are there and he's got a cannon um, for an arm. So. Look, any of these guys could hit, but yeah, it's interesting that a guy like Dave might be higher on this year's class than last year's when a lot of the consensus was, was the other way. All right, we'll leave it there. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. Crushing it on the site and with the podcast. Steve, have a great weekend. Thank you, buddy. All right, thank you, guys. Have a, have a great Masters weekend. Go Braves. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds show is brought to you by the number one commercial roofing company in Mississippi, and it is Independent Roofing Systems. Independent Roofing Systems for your next commercial roofing job, roofing.ms. show is also presented by Live Oaks Golf Club. 
a good weekend to play some golf, but you'll need a pullover. LiveOaksGC.com and Roosevelt's is the restaurant where you can smash a delicious cheeseburger in a Coors Light. Back in a second. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 